Bishop six and away we go. Note that I hear you. I read your comments. I pay attention to your questions. I receive your emails. I see you on the street. A bunch of you have said, Fish, here's some advice for you. I love the show. Get to the meat more quickly. And I'll tell you this, then I'll get to the meat more quickly. Randy Galloway taught me this a long time ago. And you're right. And he was right. And I've been wrong. Uh, there's plenty of time over the course of the day to twiddle uh, my D. But let's get to the meat. And I promise to do that from here on out for the rest of my natural born life. Top 10 takes tonight. I will take you inside the Cowboys. As we think only the fish report can. Item one, Shaq is going green. Now, I've already illustrated to you in the last week, this is not a crisis because a decent player is going to another team. But he is going to your rival. He will be part of their team this weekend playing against you. He's good enough that the Cowboys wanted him. Uh, he's not Deion Sanders. He's not Charles Haley. He's not going to turn the race for the NFC Championship upside down. He's not. But do you have a right? The Attaway family uh, did a good deal on this. Do you have a right to say, maybe we should have C-blocked? Maybe we should have stepped up a little bit more, not because we need him, but because they need him. It's a smart thought. Uh, I talked to somebody today who was in the room who said he should have come with us because he might have been brought back next year. We might have liked him and brought him back next year, whereas the Eagles have a different situation. They'll bring back. And I interrupted my man. And I said, if he wants to come here next year, all you, what's going to happen is you and him will call each other on March 8th. And if he had a good year and if you can afford him, if you want to afford him, you'll, you'll sign him and he'll come here and all will be fine. So I said, well, if you wanted him to come here because he could be here next year, you should have offered him a two-year contract. Did you offer him a two-year contract? No, we didn't. End of discussion. Uh, Brian Broaddus has noted, by the way, and this illustrates that the Cowboys are, they, they do recognize we could use another guy. And so uh, our old friend, Anthony Barr, who's floating out there on a practice squad. Is he on Minnesota's practice squad right now? That uh, Brian Broaddus says, maybe the Cowboys go check that out. Max, our linebackers are terrible. Not as bad as the Eagles linebackers. Not even close to as bad as the Eagles linebackers. I disagree with your evaluation of the Cowboy linebackers, but you just got done watching the Eagles. I, I, I've given you the reasons. And by the way, this has been confirmed. It's not about the money. He's going to get snaps there that he would not have gotten here because they need him. They're bad at linebacker. You're not bad at linebacker. You just need another one. And if you take a, forgetting yesterday's disaster for the Eagles, if you take a really good look at the two teams or just look at the standings, the Eagles are more likely to get him a ring. 
That's I don't think that's outrageous to say. And by the way, when I get to item three, you'll understand more about why. Item two. We said this uh, in March that Dak Prescott was going to eventually make $50 million and depending on how soon, per year, and depending on how soon they give him $50 million, he'll become the highest paid player in the history of the NFL. And of course now, at least four guys have already jumped above the 50 million. Um, Hertz, Herbert, Lamar, and Burrow. 30. So 50 million won't even make the highest paid guy anymore. Are we going to debate anymore? Now, listen, I suppose there, there's some remote possibility that Dak Prescott's all of a sudden going to fold like a lawn chair. I don't think so. I know you don't think so. I know you don't think so. Dak Prescott is now on a road to become the highest paid player in the history of football, usurping the guys who make 55 and 50, leapfrogging those guys. Now, after him will come somebody else. But Dak Prescott, highest paid player in the history of football, and right now, I don't know how anybody's arguing against it. Item three, the playoff picture. Um, we're going to write this tomorrow morning on CowboysSI.com with as much detail as I could stand without going so into the woods. Well, you know, if the Cowboys lose to an AFC team, then these three, and that's one of them. That's one of the tiebreakers. Yeah. This seems like it's for all the marbles this week, doesn't it? The, I mean, look at the standings, the wins, the emotions. The, look at all. Look at it all. It's not for all the marbles. Seems like it is. But there's a strong likelihood that you beat the Eagles, you're favored by three. And you still don't win the division because of all the tiebreakers. Nick Johnson, don't pay him before the end of the year. No, 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 no. No, by, by March 8th. March 8th is when you need to be cap compliant. They will pay him by March 8th. There's no need to do it today unless you're trying to beat the clock. And there's no reason for Dak to do that because every day he waits. The, the Cowboys have already said, we're, we're going to, we're, we're fine. We'll get this done. We'll just get it done later. No big deal. He's going to be our quarterback. But cap compliancy needs to come March 8th. Dean Graham, five yards of pitch in. I don't expect him to fold, but I don't think I expect 300 yards and three touchdowns a game here on out. Maybe not. But you should expect wins. And you should expect competition at the very highest level. If Dak Prescott gives you competition at the very highest level, he will have justified where we're going here financially. But how to get to that highest level? Add it up. Do the tiebreakers. The loss in the desert is going to haunt you. Even 
even if you run the table, the loss in the desert is going to haunt you. And we, you knew it then. You knew it. You knew this team was good. You knew this team was going to be a down-the-stretch contender to be the best team in the NFC. Not the just the East, the best team in the NFC. For that matter, best team in the league. Cowboys are in a they're in contention right now. They're on the short list. Best team in the league. But they are quite likely to still be a wild card. Because of Arizona. The common opponents thing is going to come into play. Philadelphia also plays Arizona. So common opponents in conference and one loss record in conference and all that. Assuming they beat Arizona, not to mention the Giants twice, you're going to, you will have been burned in the heat of the desert. So it seems like it's for all the marbles. But if the Cowboys win on Sunday night, they will be in first place in the NFC East and maybe more. But probably only temporarily. And by the way, make no mistake about this. And I know we're going to be and moan if, if they have a loss anyway. This seems really good. The Cowboys are really hot and they're really good. And if they finish 14 and three, that's amazing. In a league of parity, 14 and three is amazing. I don't think they're going to finish 14 and three. I think the, not only Philadelphia, that challenge, Philadelphia, then go to the snow bowl on the East coast in Buffalo, where they're playing for their lives, come home, lick your wounds, and then go back to the East Coast and play in the sauna in Miami where they're trying to be the best team in football. And then come home and let Jimmy Johnson help you beat the Lions. That's a gauntlet. Those are problems. And it would not be a smart prediction to say the Cowboys are simply going to knock all these problems, just knock them all down. But even if they knock them all down, the Eagles are likely to knock them all down as well. And therefore, the Cowboys will end up behind the Eagles. <laughs> Item four. The NFL is launching an investigation into Big Dom, the dive bar bouncer. An investigation. There's a video. If you're on Twitter, you can go find it at Fish Sports. They ejected him. Get out of here, you fat pig. Get out. I don't mean to say that. Get out of here, you big fellow. Take it back. Get rid of that. Get out of here, you oversized fellow. You're ejected. You're no longer a part. He just went and stood in the hallway. And then when the players came to the locker room, players and coaches, they all gave him each other hugs and high fives. That's not ejected, NFL. You didn't even eject him. He just went down the hallway, 
for a calzone. Hey! And waited for the players to come out so they could all tell him how great he was. That's not an ejection. An investigation. Item five, and then I won't do any more on this. As you know, I own a sports bar. I own a bar. That's a restaurant. The Maverick Bar, 1616 Hayward, 16 minutes from anywhere in the Metroplex. It's, not, it's a sports bar with great food. We don't have a bouncer. We don't need a bouncer. But I've been in places where there's a bouncer. If you are a bar owner and you hire a bouncer and you find out that whether it's in his attitude or his behavior that he gets so emotionally charged that he really took the job as a bouncer not to break up fights, he took the job as a bouncer to be engaged in fights. You fire him and he's never allowed back in the bar. Big Dom is a highly paid, high profile bouncer at a shithole bar. The NFL must fire him, not fine him, fire him. He's a clown, he's a bully, and he's a troublemaker. And he shouldn't be allowed in this stadium Shouldn't be allowed anywhere near Cowboy players. I wouldn't. If I was the Cowboys, I'd find a way. I, he, he's not allowed in here. You go. I, maybe you can go sit in the locker room. You can't come out on the field near our players. You're a danger to our players. <laughs> Item six. They're wearing the, uh, the, the color nothings. The Arctic Cowboy color white. They're just white. I don't like them. They're just white. Am I wrong? Color rush. I don't. Seven. Quote from Jake Ferguson, who is becoming, see, Jake Ferguson is becoming the Cowboys version of Big Dom, the troublemaking bouncer. Except he's doing it on the field. You want to jaw with Jake Ferguson? He'll put his jaw right into yours. You want to hit him in the head? He'll get up and say, hit me again. You want to talk trash to him, Jamal Adams? Before you talk trash to a reporter's wife, ick. Talk trash to Jake Ferguson. He's going to make a move on you and catch a touchdown pass, and then he's going to spike the ball right in your stupid face. Jake Ferguson is becoming your... He, Jake Ferguson is to Dallas what Big Dom is to Philadelphia. One of them's a player. One of them's a fanboy. Chase, Big Dom needs to go watch Roadhouse. It's just a job. It's nothing personal and be nice. Dean Graham. So the video guy for Tyreek Hill with a $10 pitch in. Man, this is a great point, Dean. The video guy who was on the sideline who pre-organized to hand his phone to Tyreek Hill so Tyreek could hold the phone and videotape himself doing a back somersault. It was pre-arranged. The video guy has an NFL credential. He is friends with Tyreek Hill. He's Tyreek Hill's personal photographer. 
they punished the video guy for giving Tyreek Hill his phone. And his crime was giving a player his phone. A little different than baiting a player into a fight. Come on, NFL. This ain't that hard. Uh, we're going we're gonna to see if the NFL has any cojones here. Because everybody loves Big Dom. Who knew the little photographer? I don't know the little photographer, but Greg Olson and Kevin, that's Big Dom. Everybody loves Big Dom. They're going to make a statue out of Big Dom. Hector Lugo, $5 pitching. Is Dak playing like the best quarterback we've ever had? Woo! I never thought of it that way. Was there ever a Staubach or Aikman streak quite like this? Probably. Probably. In fact, I guess, Hector, the answer would be not quite. Because Aikman in particular, I think Staubach too, did this. Aikman did this in the playoffs. But your point is a very astute one, and I appreciate it. Item. Oh, I forgot. Item seven. So Jake Ferguson explaining why he hurdled the guy against Seattle. He goes, well, I'm a big biscuit. Now, I'm from Texas. Well, I'm not from Texas. I'm from Minnesota, Colorado, and Texas. What does I'm a big biscuit mean? Where's Jake Ferguson? He's from Wisconsin. Is he from Wisconsin? I'm from Minnesota. That's the same. We speak the same language. What is, well, I'm a big biscuit. What does that mean? <laughs> Item eight. So Dion, friend of the show, uh, announces along with Tracy that they are breaking up. And um, it's not delving into their personal business because they announced it, which is it's smart, get out ahead of it and all that. I will uh, never forget <clears throat> because they're going to, they, they vowed that they love each other as friends. And uh, Dion puts on social media, you know, you are, you are her. You know, like you are, I am him, you are her. It's very sweet. Uh, the, the pictures of Dion in the hospital. When he was facing possible amputation of his leg and she's there by his bedside and taking pictures and, and it, it, it was, it was very, I found it very moving. Uh, and so um, I wish Dion the best, friend of the show. And uh, I don't even know Tracy, but I wish her the best too. I just, I, I, I will, in fact, you know when that happened? I was at uh, volunteering at Jason Garrett's football camp in New Jersey, in Princeton. That's when, that's the Friday that that happened. And I'll never, the whole thing, I'll just never forget it. So hang in there, kids. Big buck. Shaq went to the Eagles because he knows he's not good enough to stay in a starting position against agents. Well, but, uh, but he's not going to, it's a one-year contract. He's, this isn't about next year yet. Uh, I'm seeing some of you say the Cowboys didn't lose out on the player. The player just chose some. No, that's what losing out on the player means. That's what it means. I, uh, Me and another boy offered to date Marsha. She picked me. That means the other guy lost out. That's what it means. The Cowboys... 
There's, there's a winner and a loser. Two teams wanted Shaq. There's a winner and a loser. One team won. Ain't that hard. Don't be so defensive in protecting your precious Cowboys. They didn't get the guy they wanted. Kid Cowboy, not about the money. Nope. But the opportunity. But the attractiveness. It's okay. By the way, when, when a lot of people say, who wants to live in Philly? I'd rather live in Frisco. Of course you'd rather live in Frisco than Philly. And even close. He's not going to live there. He'll be there for two months. By the way, he's been living in Indianapolis for the last six years. I think he can handle a little Philly. Item. By the way, well, I'd like to handle a little Philly too, but it's not date night. That's my uh, Texas cowboy actor accent. Handle a little Philly. MVP. And the odds makers do what they do and it changes every week and it shuffles and it huffles and it muffles. It can't be Mahomes. So Mahomes with an arrow pointing down. Tyreek with an arrow pointing up. And this is a quarterback award, and everybody knows it, but Tyreek is unstoppable. Now, he could have been stoppable had Ron Rivera figured out maybe we should have put a safety up on top over him. Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe we should have. And Tyreek's like, and this is all over. Uh, this is, they're tearing it up in Washington. Ron Rivera, this is being treated like a fireable offense. Like Tyreek looked over at Tua, and Tua looked over at Tyreek, and they're like, they're just gonna, they're just gonna cover me with the one guy. And if you look at the highlights of Tyreek running down the field and, and a wide angle, like an all 22-ish kind of thing, you can see like everybody on the Dolphins track team has this, has man coverage and they're all just sprinting by their guys. There's like four guys open on every play. Preposterous. So yeah, if you but even if you cover Tyreek. He might be the MVP guy. But right now, the odds makers have Dak above Jalen Hurts. Dak in first place above Jalen Hurts. Hmm. And finally, item 10. Conversation, uh, Dan Quinn today, DQ. About what are we going to do about Jerome Bland? And... Dan Quinn had uh, conceded, you know, when it came to DK Metcalf, we made some changes in that last game. We, we made some changes. He had his ups, he had his downs. That's the nature of the position, gang, right? Cornerbacks don't not never get beat. Of course they do. It happens. And so somebody brings up the idea that opponents are going to start attacking Deron Bland, and I love the answer. Okay, Dan Quinn says, be careful. And I say that to you as you hit the streets of Frisco and beyond. Be careful out there, fish out.